This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Take a man podcast from Odyssey Sports. Logan Paulson there, Craig Hoffman here. All right, let's get into the defensive side of it. Again, starting at the highest level. They play Forbes. Uh, they play yeah. the linebackers. Every other defensive starter out. I actually think that was the right play. Um, you know, I Forbes, I, whatever, hit or miss. I think the linebackers need needed the reps, need the reps. Um, and they played like players who need the reps, need the, reps. The, yeah. the middle of that defense man like I don't think that was a particularly good day for the second level uh, up or down the depth chart yeah um yeah, let's talk about the linebackers I guess so I would say that I like the way Jamin is playing I like the mentality that he's playing with like could technically he be better with some of the stuff yes but like there's that um they're backed up they run that ISO with who's that big fullback that they got there? Uh, Ricard. Um, Ricard. And he absolutely chins Ricard. And so I'm like, I like that from Jamin. I like that physical, aggressive snap to the football, right? Um, and I think that, you know, like he had a, a pursuit where like it, uh, the ball breaks contain on a, like a little screen pass and he runs it down and delivers a big hit. I, I, It's a different kind of player than we saw even last year, even late in the year. A guy who's playing a little bit more confident. And I... And I think that's good for Jamin. I think that I'm in terms of where the linebackers are at, I'm a little bit less concerned with where he's at just because I think he's playing with a confidence and a physicality. Is he always doing the right thing? No. But the thing that used to really bother me about Jamin is that if he didn't know, he'd play really slow. And now I feel like even if he doesn't know, he's playing like his hair is on fire. And I, and I, and I think that's a good thing for this defense and a good thing for this group. Um, that being said, I think Cody Barton is a guy that, I have been a little disappointed with over the course of the last two preseason games and not because I don't think he's a physical football player, but like, for example, they're running Tampa two, right. In that kind of sequence, I think it's right before the offense has the two minute drive right before, um, um, the interception, um, What's his name? By Quan. Quan. Yeah. 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 Right before Quan's interception and they're running Tampa two and you used to play safety, um, Cody, and the fact I that like, I have to, never played safety in my life yeah. outside of like some pickup football, but I was all right at it. And the fact that they were able to kind of attack that seam, and I felt like they isolated him. They had those two balls completed to Charlie Kolar, their backup tight end. I was like, man, like that's something I thought would be better from him. And he had the same thing happened. I think it was in the first preseason game against Cleveland too, right? It's like that you're here to kind of carry that tight end vertically. And the fact that they're able to complete a football there, I think is kind of largely on you. And so, um, do I think he's a bad football player? No, but you know, week one against Cleveland, we had some errant run fits. Those got better this week. I thought those were much better. So in terms of improvement, that's great, but I just thought we'd be getting more from him. Uh, the team would be getting more from him from a coverage standpoint. And again, it's the preseason, um, you know, guys get better. Like he is, his, his improvement from 
week one of the preseason to week two and the run fits was astronomical. I'm, I'm expecting the same improvement, but that's something I'm definitely going to be keeping an eye on um, kind of as, you know, training camp finishes up um, and as week one's kind of, you know, is right around the corner. Yeah, I think Barton was particularly not good. Um, and he- eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah. We got to be careful because, again, I mean, like we're not saying that we could play linebacker better than Cody Barton. We yeah, understand that it's but very like, hard. That's, I, that's yes, not it's my just, job. My job is to talk about how he played. And I like, know, but I was a player, and I always hated when dude with yeah. the microphone was like, oh, Cody Barton's terrible. It's like, yeah. Well, it's, I, it's I'm not saying it. he is terrible. I'm saying he did not play well. Yes, um, okay. you know, and that, that is, if he doesn't want me to say that he, he can play better. And that's just, unfortunately, wow. kind of, that's the job. And like, I get it. you know, the tape is the tape and you know, yeah. I, it's, don't be worried about me saying it, worry about Jack Del Rio saying it, worry no, about your, you know, yeah. Ron Rivera saying it. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and so that doesn't mean that I don't think he can get better and learn and, and that there weren't potentially reasons why, I mean, the job's a lot harder when, you know, all due respect to whoever was in front of him was in front sure. of him. That wasn't John Allen and Deron Payne and Montez Sweat and Chase Young. And, you know, they brought him in and they, they didn't invest as much in that position because they knew they had those four guys in front and that, you know, that's going to make their jobs a lot easier, but there's also like, there's the big run that goes to the left and you know, it's one con gets up in the backfield, running back gets inside of him Wild goose loses contain, but like the running backs on the sideline and Barton's still standing where he started the play in the middle of the field. And you're just like, what are you looking at, man? And so there, there's so stuff that like one, that from that a recognition standpoint that you're like, you know, a little slow in the cover two drops, a little yeah. slow in diagnosing the runs where you're like that, that, that processing speed's got to be faster for him if they're going to be successful on the second level this year. And that's ultimately what I'm saying. Like, it's not to trash yeah. a dude. It's just like, Hey, the bar of success is here and yeah. uh, the performance was underneath it. No, I, and I agree. And I think that's kind of, you know, again, we, we pointed that out in the Cleveland game here. It is again now. And again, on that play, like Wild Goose has to make a better play on that, you know. Talk about For guys sure. who had a, had a had a they wish they played better. I think Wild Goose would be in that category. Yes. Um, but yeah, I, I think you see physically Cody's talent, right? You see his mm-hmm. his athleticism. I think that yeah, to your point, the recognition, the ability to attack the football, the be the ability to be a little bit more decisive, um, is something that I would like to see from him. And and again, it, it maybe this is something again I need to talk to somebody in the building about maybe learning linebacker in this system is more challenging than we want to give it credit for because there does seem to be a slow burn type process at that position. Jamin, obviously Cody now, you know, so um, 100%. We'll, see, we'll see how that, and again, like I've heard from, from people around that there is a lot on those guys plates with regards to run fits and coverage responsibilities and they have to know 
you have to know a lot and a lot of variation, or that's how it was last year. So, um, you know, we'll see as as he maybe gets more comfortable intellectually with the defense if, if he starts playing a little bit faster, which I would assume he would. No, I agree. And having Cam Curl behind him as the key communicator, um, sure. a guy who got the green dot at one point last year, like that is going to make a huge difference. So, th- again, like to be perfectly clear and fair to Cody Barton, like he's one of three starters out there and some of the guys uh literally every other guy around him would have made his job a lot easier by the nature of how that position is in this defense but the performance is what it is i I think generally speaking like they just gave up a ton of yards up the middle of the field in cover two especially um how many passes and and i think both the tight end touchdowns if i'm remembering correctly um are balls up the middle against cover two safeties um or, or against a too high look um yeah. you know and it's right over the top of that linebacker who should be dropping uh, if it's tampa two and you know those two safeties they've got a lot of ground to cover and there's that that sweet spot in the middle that if you can attack it and the ravens did a good job of it mm-hmm. um and it, it's one of those things where i'm like i don't know how concerned we should really be because none of the guys who will be playing it are out there at that point right. in the game, those those second half touchdowns that they give up. But to to see a team attack something so consistently, um, and that did start in the first half with guys like Barton out there, um, is obviously you'd wish it go they can only take the test ahead of him, uh, to go back sure. to our phrase from earlier. But um, you know, they didn't they didn't pass it uh at really any point in the game with that particular coverage and in that area of the field. Yeah, and again, it's like, you know, you always wonder, I always go back to this in the preseason, like how much did they actually prep? You know, like there's been times in practice where they've had some really slick, like cover two disguises, Tampa two disguises, because like if if the quarterback identifies it as Tampa two, like everyone and their mom knows where the weakness of that is. It's the it's the middle linebacker carrying the vertical, right? So if I can, if I can identify it, great. And they've just done such a nice job in practice of disguising it and, and making it harder for the quarterback to identify when they're in that coverage and it's made the quarterback hold the ball and they've been able to make a ton of plays. So, um, you know, how much are they prepping? How much are they scheming? How much are they? Um, you know, that's another thing. Like when you're playing coverages, you, you game plan route concepts. So how much are they doing that? And I, I my guess would be probably not that much. So it's not going to defense, I think is always going to look a little bit less dynamic in the preseason unless they put more in, right. You know, like Baltimore had some interesting pressures in, I thought that was, you know, again, they didn't run that as much as I probably would have thought they would have run it if this was a regular season game. Um, but just like that with the defense, like how much do they have in? Are they bringing any pressures? Are they running two coverages? Because it, it doesn't seem like there's this great diversity of coverage shell um, in the preseason, Like, which is one of the things that I think Jack in season does a really nice job of is kind of making all of these coverages look the same with slightly different rules for each guy which make throwing windows a little bit smaller, which make the quarterback hold the ball a little bit more. So again, I don't, I don't think you're getting that from this group the same way. Definitely. Um, secondary, we mentioned Wild Goose, really rough night for him on the outside to the point that yeah. I, I got questions about his. And, I, and like, it sucks because he's a guy that's played well in the nickel. Yeah. They've continued to push him in games to the outside and be like, hey sure. man, prove that you can be versatile as you're going to be at the end of the roster. You got to be able to do multiple things because we're going to need you to fill in wherever the hole is and it's not you know it's not just like oh yeah the nickel's out we're good with goose like no it's if there's an outside corner out you got to prove that you can do it a la danny johnson has over the course of many many years which is why danny's been able to stick around um and and i just i think when i do my roster projection later on the day on on the show like unfortunately i think he's a guy that might be on the outside looking in 
yeah. um, as as he had another rough one for the second straight game uh, in the preseason. Yeah, and I feel bad because, like, you know, I, I've had rough preseason games and I've known what it means for me moving forward. So, um, yeah, I think he'd probably want some of those plays back. You know, they were kind of picking on him on that drive for the touchdown where they scored. Yeah. And, and I th- actually thought, like, that was really close to me. I don't know if you saw the touch. That yeah, was, I actually thought that was incomplete. I because he was bobbling he it all the way down, barely has it, and then Wild Goose knocks it out. Like at first, I was like, "What are you doing, doing the incomplete sign?" And then you watch the replay, and you're like, "Oh man, I thought he knocked that out." Yeah. So like to his point, like I think that's a really competitive down. That's a great throw by the quarterback yeah. there. Um, and I think like that's awesome that he's able to kind of as he's falling down, punch that ball out before the guy even like takes a step. So. You know, like we're, we're crushing him a little bit, but I think that was like not a bad play, you know, honestly. And I yeah, think if that's regular that's season, you probably get a challenge on that. Uh, but I did think there was like the run fit thing that was, I, I didn't think that was very good. And then, um, you know, obviously the two plays prior to that where, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, we're PI. But again, like, you know, that's tough. So, um, well, so there's one other play that I wanted to ask you about with him, though. Um, and it leads to the other guy that we need to talk about, which is Quan. Yeah. You know, on the the Quan interception, which yeah. if there's not pressure, is it probably a touchdown? Great um, job by Benny. By yeah, hundred percent. And look, coverage like you don't just get to say like, well, if like no, it was an interception because the pressure got there. Um, yeah. So the defense, the defense helps uh, other parts of the defense out. But Quan is in part behind because he and Wild Goose like bump into each other and combination coverage and on. The first drive, uh, the the touchdown is a flowers. There's a problem in combo coverage with Quan yeah. as well. I know it's going to be really hard to like definitively diagnose any of that, but obviously, if you're gonna if you're Quan Martin and you're going to be playing that nickel spot, playing in combination against stacks and bunches and things is a pretty important skill set. So, what do we make of how he bounced back? I mean, the the mental competitiveness to fight back into sure. that play and make the make the interception get a great return out of it it felt like a major turning point hopefully it is for him sure. but what do we make of of Quan's night and how that combos with you know wild goose to, to wrap up him yeah so i think um i actually thought that play by Quan wasn't terrible you know on the interception yeah. i think that's okay you know like there's there there the offense is running that play to create traffic so the fact that you get through you stay with the down the ball is a little off and you're able to make a competitive play where the receiver bobbles it like great, like really, really nice play. Like, you know, and I think like as he gets more confident and more aware, like he'll understand, like they're going to try and pick me here. So I, I, I think that's a plus play. I thought the touchdown to Zay Flowers, I think that's on him. So what they were doing is like basically like they, you know, they're in a bunch. They're in like they're in you know, this tight bunch. There's two receivers over there. Um, the, the inside guy runs vertical. And so Quan, I think, is like, okay, I need to take number two, which is that guy, vertical. But the way that the corner's playing it makes me think that I that if two goes vertical, he has it. If one goes to the flat, I would then Quan would then match the flat, who in this case is a flowers. So I think that is a probably a bust by Quan, you know, in terms of mental capacity. And again, that's one of those things we're talking about where, you know, just like in the Cleveland game, like he has not repped exclusively at nickel. Like he has played mm-hmm. safety, he's played both safety spots, he's played Buffalo nickel, he's played all over the defense. And so that's where like just honing in on those rules versus specific looks. And again, we're like game plan prep probably makes all the world difference for him. So I, I think that's probably his fault, um, but I don't know. So you'd have to ask him about it. I would say it's yeah. his fault, but I think like that type of stuff I would assume gets better and gets cleaner as they um as they prep more and as he kind of hones in on one specific spot 
Yeah. All right. Anything else defensively? Defense, you know, the notes are kind of light. We went for like 40 minutes on offense, and we're going to give the well, defense 15 here because the starters actually played for the offense. Um, you know, but anything, anything else from the defensive side of the ball that, that's worth touching on? Yeah, I mean, I didn't really think it was like the cleanest day of all time for the defense. I thought yeah, on the whole they not. kind of had a, I don't want to say a bad day, but it was just kind of like a C kind of day. You know what I mean? It, nothing great, nothing, nothing too terrible. They had the great pick, you know, but I mean, on the whole, it was just kind of like, you know, they, they, they were get, there was a lot of surge there from Baltimore. Baltimore felt like they kind of were in control. But again, like one of the things this, uh, this staff has kind of said is like, we want more turnovers. And I think you see the value of turnover creations and what that does for your offense when you're able to get that done. Like it doesn't need to be a perfect day because you're just giving your offense more bites at the apple. And I think that maybe is a, is a positive coming out of this. It's like, hey, they did get a turnover on a, on a pretty competitive play by Quan. But I think on the whole, there's a lot of stuff where you're like, man, that could have been better. That guy could have taken on that double team better. That Andre Jones had a solid day. You know, like he had some nice pressures on uh, Fall LA for them, number 77, the left tackle, who is kind of their swing guy. And I thought to myself, like, that's good. You know, uh, I don't know how engaged Fall Lele was. He looked like he was asleep half the time out there. But, you know, you got to, you got to, what, what is your thing? You got to take the test. Yeah, take, given taste, to. take the test. Take the test. So you did Sleeping a Sleeping tackle, go get him. <laughs> yeah, go get him. That's exactly right. Um, so I think he deserves a, a shout out. I thought James Smith Williams had a great day. You know, I thought he had. How about touch. James with the hustle on the hustle. special teams play? Yeah, hustle on the special teams play, getting the ball down there. Um, that was great. Then, I, uh, I want to get that dive in slow motion. And like, James, <laughs> look at the grace of you, sir. Yeah, Big look at, look at how athletic you are, right? Um, and then I think he had like a sack or a tackle for loss. Like the oh, tackle for loss. Like the next player, a tackle, mm-hmm. beating the tight end. Um, Casey yep. Tuhill, I thought played well, good energy. Um, you know, like, like that, those guys, we expected to play well. I thought they played well, and then. Um, you know, other than that, like outside that defensive line rotation, I'm not sure there's a lot to be like super excited about. You know, Percy, I thought showed good hustle at times, you know, running down the quarterback on his own read. But those are the kind of plays you're picking out or like these very select, like, oh, this guy made a good effort here. This guy made a good effort there. Uh, but as a whole, I thought the defense just kind of, you know, didn't look great. You know, they felt like they were kind of asleep on the first drive of the game for where, where they scored the touchdown. But, um, you know, they got the win. They did enough to win. And I think that um, that's important. Yeah. You, uh, the one great f- uh, play from Forbes flashing on, in the row. Oh, yeah. The, that was great. Um, you know, but again, like one play here, one play there does not make for a, an excellent performance. Defense definitely felt like it did not have a good day. Um, but they got the win. But uh, not a bad nice. day. It wasn't a good yeah. day, but it wasn't a bad day. And I think. They did like group- bow up for a couple of three and outs. And like yeah. those, those are easy to forget because they happen so quickly, but like right. they matter tremendously. And, and um, I will it say puts this. a tired, it puts a tired Baltimore defense back on the field quickly and the offense was able to take advantage of that stuff. So like they they did give up these long sustained drives, but there's, then they would bounce back and be like, all right, we're good. We're done. We're out of here. Um, yeah. And then the offense could, could go down and score. Yeah. And I think like, it's, it's important to note, like they were only on the field for 22 snaps in the first, first half compared to 43 for our offense, you know, so like that is a, there is something there to that point where they were able to get off the field when they had to, it didn't. And I will say like, when you're watching this defense, uh, generally there's times where it doesn't look good. And you're like, Oh man, like that, that first down run got five yards. Oh, incomplete pass on second down. It's third and five. Oh, they batted ball. Oh, they're punting. Oh, okay, great. And I felt like that's kind of how the defense operates at times where it's not always super clean. 
but they are effective. And I felt like maybe they fell into that a little bit in the first half, made enough plays to get the get, get them to punt the ball, to, to your point, and then they made the big play on the interception. So, um, you know, I think we're kind of hemming and hawing, but I think our standard and our expectation yeah. for the defense is very, very high. That's true. And it was a boomer bust day, which is not, I think, what we expect for this defense when the best players are out there. But it was, you know, they give up six play, touchdown drive, three and out. Uh, they get the pick after giving up a 10 play drive, two play drive for a touchdown um, with the penalty in there, uh, end of half. And then give up a touchdown on the first play, That's 10 right. play, 85 yeah. yard drive, three and out again, touchdown, three and out, four and out. Uh, and then the the pick at the end of the game. So very boomer bust kind of day, but yeah. um, you know, that is what it is. Uh, last but not least, because I'm on long snapper duty. Yikes, yeah. man. Cheese, cheese, rock skipping one back there. Um, I've not had a chance to do any reporting on this yet, but I'm putting it on myself to do it. Um, and it does not look like Rivera was asked about this after the game, but they have got to bring in competition and, and see who can win a snapper's job. Or like, I don't know, man. I don't know how hard it is to revert to your old technique where you didn't you didn't bounce them back there. And I, you know, I, I hate that that sounded like harsh and mean and like I'm yelling at Cameron Cheeseman, but like long snappers is not a position that you should have to worry about. And it's, there's too many good ones out there. It's a positional overload in the NFL. Um, you know, you have a million dudes who snapped in college who did yeah. just fine. And, and I don't know what makes an, I, mean, I guess the, the timing on the stopwatch is what makes like an NFL long snapper, but he was a good NFL long snapper for three years. And then he changed the technique thing. And now he's got snaps that are all over the place. And that's just not, that's not going to work. Um, trust way, an absolute G to get that ball down. It's uh, weird. I, I would be interested to just ask him like why yeah. he felt the need to change. Like what, like what, it, cause like it is, it's like your golf swing, you know, it's like, if you've got a good swing and got a good groove, like I, I'm, I'm speaking from experience. I did a little snapping in the NFL and that, it's the second I felt like I didn't have the same grip or the, the, the approach wasn't the same. I felt like I was totally out of the zone. So it's weird. I don't know, man. I'd be interested to ask him. Like uh, that'd be an interesting, like one-on-one, -on -one. like, why did you feel like you needed to change it? You know, yeah. we'll see. Uh, we'll see how my schedule goes on Thursday. Um, see what, what uh, I, I'm hoping to get a, a sit down interview. And if I can also get Cheeseman outside of the sit down, then we'll see. But um yeah, that's all I got for you on the long snapper. But Pilardi, nice, nice day punting. Hopefully, yeah. he gets a job somewhere. Good, good job, for him, man. man. And it, yeah. like that's so good. What's, that those what's guys up with uh, them? By the way, signing Tressway uh, backup punter so Tress doesn't have to kick in the preseason, and then having them wear number zero. Yeah, dude, it's like it's a cool. I don't know. It's cool that they get to come in and, and audition. It's cool they get a cool number. Yeah. It's cool that it's they both punted well, you know. So yeah, no, great for them. I just what's up with the number zero thing? It's kind of wacky. I'm in, I think I'm in on it. I like it. Yeah, no, I am too. I just think it's funny. And there's Agents, also only so many numbers available. They got a Agent ninety man zero. roster right now. Yeah, punter, punter. <laughs> and you, and you honestly, you probably don't want duplicate. Like that's probably what it is. You probably don't want a duplicate number. So it's really easy to just be like, hey, punter, take zero, and then we don't have like two tens on the field at the same time. So right, right. Um, all right. Uh, I think, I think that's all. Um, there's not a lot of special teams, uh, talk other than that. Uh, Kaz had the one good return. That was the, really the only return on the day. Um, yeah, a good, good decision by Dax on the first punt of the game where it goes over yeah. his head and in for a touchback. And again, like I mentioned, uh, rising Tremaine playing gunner. Like that was good to see that he showed that in the joint yeah. practice too. So, you know, guys, I think are, are doing good stuff. Um, yeah. So, yeah. All right, uh, we'll be back later this week uh, with some thoughts on practice uh, when they get back to it on Wednesday and then uh, obviously a preview of the game and what, who we uh, think is on the bubble on Friday or on Saturday for the game against Cincinnati. That's it and that's all for Take Command and we will see you later in the week.